surely to defy Israel he has come up. And it shall be, that's what, uh, 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 the, when David asked them, that, that, that the man that kills him, the king will enrich him with great riches and will give him his father's daughter and make his father's house free in Israel. And look at David. And David said to, the, to them that stood, saying, what shall be done to the man that killeth this Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of Israel? Verse 32. And David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight this Philistine. A 17-year-old boy. <laughs> said, I can't do it. That's the mindset, that's the way a leader thinks. And, and immediately he did it, of course. What happened? He became the leader. He became the leader. People started looking up to him. Hallelujah. A can-do spirit will sustain your leadership. Praise the Lord. David said unto Saul, look at... Uh, uh, and Saul said to David, you are not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, but you are a, thou art but a youth, and is a man of war from his youth. And David said unto Saul, your servant kept, kept the father's sheep, and, and all that, and he, he told him his CV, his, uh, his encounter with the lion, his encounter with the bear. Right? He said, uh, he, and he said, the servant slew both the lion and the bear, and this uncircumcised shall be as one of them, seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. Look at his standing. David stood on the, on the, on the covenant. Hallelujah. So your can do spirit should not just be a braggadocious thing. Your can do spirit should be based on the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number two. The spirit of leadership. It is a can-grow spirit. It is a can-grow spirit. True leaders always seek to grow. When you stop growing, you start to retard. There is no uh, stagnancy in life. You are either going up, if you, if you stay on, on, on one place, what will happen? After a while, you start going back. Leaders never get to a place where they feel they have arrived. Where they feel they have everything. Praise God. Why do you need to grow as a leader? Number one. For your personal walk with God. You should be growing in our walk with God. I think that's one of, that's a statement in our mission statement, isn't it? Yeah. We're a body of believers. Growing in our walk with God. You should be growing in your walk with God. You, you shouldn't be the... God is one that is the same yesterday and today and forever. You should not be. Hallelujah. Second Peter chapter 3, verse 18. 
but grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. When you don't grow in your personal work with God, as a leader, you will have less and less to give to the people. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. You will have less and less to give to the people. After a while, people will get tired. There will be no, there will be no power backing what you have any longer. Hallelujah. You know, Brother Higgin of blessed memory, he would teach from Mark 11, 23 and 24. Right? But then, he will still, he will still get tremendous results. Why? Still the same Bible. Still the same word. But because in his personal walk with God, he was growing. There was more of the anointing back in his words. Hallelujah. Why do we need to grow? For your service as a leader to be better. If not for yourself, think about the service you have to render. Amen. For your service to be better. For your service to be better. How? So that you can bless more people. Don't we want to reach more people? Don't we want to? Yeah. Hallelujah. I asked, don't we want to? Only Brother Shego answered. We don't want to. Yeah. Listen, whether you want to or you don't want to, the Bible commands us to want to. So you must want to. You can't just be in your city, be in your town, be in your, be in your corner, be in your community, and, and you are just enjoying God all by yourself. Listen, after a while, you know what will happen? You will be like a dam, I mean like a, like a dead sea. You know the dead sea? He said, why is it called the dead sea? Because the dead sea is always receiving and it has never flows out. That's the dead sea. Because it is as you water that you will receive fresh water. Glory to God. Glory to God. So you, we, we, we can't afford to stay the same. People will come and meet you there and leave you. And then the stories you now be saying that you see, uh, in, you see, when we first got born again, you know, oh, there was so much of the anointing. Ah, we experienced the anointing of God. So why are you not experiencing it today? Hallelujah. Oh, there was a great move of God. Why is there no great move of God today? Oh, man, I could preach to 10 people and five of them will get born again. Why are they not getting born again today? Why are you not preaching today? 
I remember, in fact, there was one year like this, the Spirit of God was moving on me so much. I, 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 virtually everybody I laid hands on to be healed. And they all got healed. Why are we not getting it today? Why? It's because you have stopped growing. And so you are not able to serve better. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And lastly, why do I need to grow? So that others whom I am serving will grow. If you are not growing, those who are under you will not grow. And if we don't, we don't grow, what will it do? It will affect the work. It will. Praise God. We need to grow in the word. We need to grow in the word. Ephesians chapter 4. Look at it. We need to grow in the word. Am I growing in God's word? Am I growing in God's word? It says he has given us apostles, prophets, evangelists, uh, 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 pastors and teachers for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body. Right? Until we all come to the unity of the faith, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Praise the Lord. That henceforth will no longer be the children tossed to and fro. Amen. By every wind of doctrine. But every one of us growing up into the Lord Jesus in all things. So, the body will grow. When, when you grow, the body will grow. You know? We tell people, if you are not being blessed in a church any longer, leave the place. You know, there are churches where you, if, if, if the church member is growing and the pastor is not growing, what will happen? Eventually, the, the church member will leave because that place will no longer be relevant for him. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we must grow in the word. We must grow in our prayer life. As a leader, your prayer life, even as a Christian, your prayer life, are we maintaining a consistent prayer life? Or your prayer life is all just about you, me, myself, and I? Are we seeing results in our prayer life? If you don't see results in your prayer life, it should concern you. You should be concerned. We should be concerned. Praise God. Are we growing in our soul winning? If we are not growing our soul winning, we must begin to work on it. If you are not growing in your prayer life, you must begin to work on it. Someone says, grace covers me. Now lie. Grace doesn't cover that area. There is nowhere in the scripture that says so. He said, the grace of God that bringeth salvation has what? Has appeared to all. And it is teaching us, right, to do what? To embrace godliness. Praise the Lord. You know, remember John the Apostle. John the Beloved. John the Beloved what was his nickname? 
What was John the Beloved's nickname when he was a disciple? Himself and his brother. Sons of thunder. Bonages. Sons of thunder. James and John. They were the ones that told Jesus, come on, Jesus, call down fire to be upon these people. Nonsense. Let them show them power. Just like Elijah did. But this was this same John the Beloved. That means John that became John the Beloved, the apostle of love. So, you can see that he, he, he grew spiritually. No longer son of thunder. Amen. The one that, no, now the one that now said, oh, if you say you love God and you don't love men, you're a hypocrite. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This was the same John that could have called down thunder. He was sent to the island of Patmos. Persecuted for the for sake of Jesus. And he received it all. And still blessed the people. So we must grow in our love walk. Your spiritual growth, you can't remain the same spiritually. If you remain the same spiritually, praise God. Your group that you are leading, wherever you are, you can't make impact. I mean, things, people, when people come for meetings, hallelujah, they don't have anything that they can take from you. Don't let that happen again. Always have something to give. Someone say, ah, but I'm not God now. Well, you are in God. That's why you must be on your toes. Praise God. Body meeting. It is when we are going home. That's when you are thinking about the body meeting. Okay, okay. I'll just maybe just a share outline. I'll be asked the questions. You know, no preparation, nothing. You want to engage in something spiritual. Hallelujah! Don't just handle it casually. Or else there will be no life in it. You want to lead a prayer group? Prepare for it. You can't be a, 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 a good prayer group leader if you don't pray yourself. Don't build your prayer life around a prayer meeting. Did you hear what I said? Did you hear what I said? Some of us don't pray like we should except when we have prayer meetings. Don't build your prayer life around prayer meetings. Build, have a prayer life. And then your prayer meetings will not be an extension of it. Don't fast only when we call for fasting. You didn't hear what I said? Ah, the grace of Jesus covers it. Did not, it does not to Jesus fasted. Apostles fasted. Paul said, in fastings often. Paul that taught us grace. said, in fastings often. And he said, in hunger also. He said, so, there was, so he differentiated it. Fasting and hunger. So the hunger was not the fasting, no. He said, in fastings often. Jesus said, when you fast. 
Amen. So don't just fast only when we are having general fasting or when you have serious problem. Live a fasted life. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Okay. Number three. The spirit of leadership. Praise God. The spirit of leadership is, it is a can influence spirit. Can influence spirit. Leaders always believe they can influence anything. Hallelujah. I was watching one of the candidates. You know, I've been following this election thing, you know. So, so one day, and I've been watching one of the, there's one particular candidate that, I won't mention the name because I'm not voting for that person. But, praise God. You know, but the candidate will always say, I will win this election. That person will, he, he, anywhere, any opposition, he will say, I will win this election. <laughs> he believes he can influence things so much that he will win this election. That's leadership. Hello? That is leadership. See, leadership does not complain about people. Amen. He believes he can influence. Exodus chapter 32, quickly. Exodus 32. Let's look at an interesting story there. Aaron was a weak leader. Aaron is an example of a weak leader who couldn't influence his people at the time needed most. And when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down out of the mountain, the people gathered themselves together to Aaron and said unto him, Up, make us gods, we shall go before us. For as for this Moses, the man that brought us out of the land of Egypt, we, we don't know what has become of him. Aaron now said, Instead of Aaron to open his mouth and, and speak, Aaron now, look at what he now said. He said, Aaron now said, Ah, okay. Break, he said, Break. Of the golden earrings, which are in the ears of your wives, your sons, your daughters. Okay, so this is the reason why we men wear earrings. Because he said that the, so their sons too are wearing earrings. <laughs> Amen. So it's actually a culture thing. And of the daughters, and bring them unto me. And all the people broke forth the golden earrings which were in their ears and brought them to Aaron. And he received them at their hand and fashioned it with a with a graving tool, after he had made it a molten calf. And they said, These be thy gods, O Israel, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. They just said Moses was the one that brought them out. Oh. They just said, they said it in verse 2 now. They said, This Moses that brought us out of Egypt. We don't know what has become of him. Now, suddenly they now say, These are the gods that brought us out of Egypt. That is where, that is the power of influence. All because Aaron did not influence these people. Praise the Lord. Jump to verse 21. Look at Aaron's story. After Moses came and did all the things that he did, Moses now said unto Aaron, 
what did this, what did these people unto thee? That thou hast brought so great a sin upon them. Did you see that? If we refuse to influence people rightly, see the way God judges, he said, you are the one that brought this, this sin up unto these people. You did not make use of your leadership rightly. Look at his reply. And Aaron said, let not the anger of my Lord wax hot. Thou knowest, you know the people that they are still, they are set on mischief. And so, it's like saying, hey, you know my children, you know my children, they are very, they, they, they are very wayward. You know, children of nowadays, uh, and then you now leave your child to be wayward. Hallelujah. He said, he said, they are full of music. For they said unto me, make us gods, we shall go before us. For as for this Moses, the man that brought us, and I said unto them, whosoever has any gold, and he started even repeating, he started repeating what he said. The nonsense that he did. Because he was either afraid of the people, amen, or he, he didn't develop the liver to be, he didn't see himself as a leader over the people. This was Moses' brother. This was a man that God, I mean, God used mightily in Egypt. Because, you remember, he was Moses' spokesman. In fact, at a time, Aaron was, well, if you read Exodus very well, Aaron would be the one to even stretch forth the rod. Glory to God. Glory to God. Leaders should be influencers. First Samuel chapter 22. Look at Another person, David. Look at David. First Samuel chapter 22. So, listen, you're, as a leader, right? It is your right. Did I say right? Yes. It is your right and your privilege to influence people. God has put you into leadership to influence the people. Even if it's just five people, even if it's just three people, who have, once you have people under you, that is a that that is an automatic platform to influence, and we mustn't take it lightly. First Samuel chapter twenty-two. See another person. Let's read verse one. The man called David. 1 Samuel chapter 22. Look at verse 1 and 2. He says, And David therefore departed thence and, es and escaped to the cave of Adullam. Do if you are looking for good people, I mean, I mean, ready-made, very I mean, well-packaged people as followers, right? So that you don't need to do much work. Listen, you are living in the land of uh, what do you call it? Fantasy. Hallelujah. Look at David. He said, when he escaped to the cave of Adullam, and when his brethren and all his father's house heard it, they went down thither to him. Now look at the description of the people that went to. And everyone that was in distress, everyone that was in debt, everyone that was discontented, gathered themselves unto him, and he became a captain over them. What a congregation. 
And say, ah, man, I don't know. This is my unit people. They are tougher. They don't listen. They, 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 they don't, they, they are not. Look at, they were in debt. They were distressed. They were discontented. Does anybody have any other translation I can use? Let's, let's see how to describe it. Any, any translation? Read it. Let's read it. Any other translation? Easy, huh? Everyone who was not happy, you say, eh, eh, listen, listen, she, this is that. Say, say, I don't know. This is, they, they, you tell them to rejoice and they don't rejoice. I don't know. They are, they, they, <laughs> everyone that was not happy, eh? What else? Who? Everyone who had debt. So, debtors. He was captain over debtors. So, which is that? When if he should call for offering, no offering. Because you are away. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, videos. All who were down on their luck. <laughs> Losers. And what? Vagrants. Vague, vagrants. That is vague people. And misfits. Of all sorts. <laughs> what a congregation. <laughs> Hallelujah. You want to read yours? Uh-huh. Please do. Yeah. PG oh PG version. Uh-huh. Wait till you talk. Eh? Verse two, verse two. Those where they face trouble. Or old person. Or we no get waiting to do. They can't gather, follow David. <laughs> you imagine, imagine who, I mean, as, will you why, want to pastor such people? But the Bible says that David became the captain over all of them. But do you know what? At the end of the stories of these people, mighty men of valor came out of them. See an example. Abishai. First, see, see, see how David influenced Abishai. Chapter 26, 1 Samuel. Chapter 26, 1 Samuel. Verse 7. When they got the opportunity to kill David, to kill Saul, look at, he said in verse 7, so David and Abishai came to the people by night. And behold, Saul lay sleeping within the trench, and his spear stuck in the ground at his bolster. But Abner and the people lay around him. Then said Abishai to David, Ha! God has delivered your enemy into your hand today. <laughs> now, therefore, let me smite him. I pray thee, you don't do it. You are my leader. Just give me, give me the assignment. I will strike only once. In fact, I will strike the second time. Look at what David said. And David said to Abishai, see leadership. Destroy him not. For who can stretch forth his hand against the Lord's anointed and be guiltless? Leadership. Leadership is influence. Everybody say leadership is influence. So, 
Instead of us complaining about the members of our teams, the members of our units, the members of our area, the members of our prayer group, the members of our body groups, oh, they are not cooperative, they are not this, they are, they are not spiritual, they are not this one. Oh, you are in that your community. Oh, those, those people are not serious in this area. They don't love God. That, 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 that. Come on. You have the power to what? To influence. Praise God. Praise God. Second Timothy chapter 3. How can we begin to influence? Look at Paul. Second Timothy chapter 3 verse 10. Look at what he said. See. Second Timothy chapter 3. Verse 10. Second Timothy 3 verse 10. He said, but you have fully known my doctrine, that is my teaching, my manner of life, my purpose, my faith, my long-suffering, my charity or love, my patience, persecutions, afflictions which came unto me at Antioch and at Iconium. What persecutions I endured, but out of them all the Lord delivered me. You see that? How can you influence? Inf we influence firstly by our life. By living an exemplary life. Listen. Praise God. If I don't pray, you will know. If I don't study the word, you will know. You can't, as a, you can't influence as a leader through do as I say, don't do as I do. He said, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. The voice of a stranger, they will not follow. He said, they follow me. Paul said, imitate us as we imitate Christ. Hallelujah. He said, you have known my doctrine. Let them know your teaching. Let them know what you stand for. Let them know what you believe. And stay with it. Glory to God. You know, Pastor Bob was asking me the other day, we were discussing the pastoral meeting, and he said that, you know, in our... In Okota, the people in the area, some people that come, were, I think we were giving, uh, uh, doing a review of the year. And, and uh, he said, well, the people there, you know, they, those that come around, they kind of are complaining about our music, our style of music in the church. You know, because in that area, you know, they are, it's not like the music that you see in some other churches. You know, and all that. Because we want to, we want to keep to the, the music, the word, not just, uh, you know, enjoy the flesh and things like that. Uh, the music, it has to, uh, not, not all songs will pass, you know, and things like that. And I said to him, I said, we must not change our style if it is word-based. We mustn't. Once we compromise our stand, 
we will not be known for something. We will just be like every other person. The Bible says we must be able to explain to people the reason for your faith. Hallelujah. So we, are, we, so we influence, start with your, he said, my teaching, my lifestyle, my manner of life. My manner of life. Hallelujah. When they come around you, they should know you're a man of prayer. They should know you're a person of the word. Hallelujah. When they say, uh, well, let, let's give five, five healing scriptures. You, you are still struggling to do two. How do you now expect them to? Your man of, this is how to influence men. We influence men through our man of life, through what we say, say through our love life. See, love is, a, is the biggest influence of all. Love is the biggest influence of all. Praise God. Do we labor over them? We labor. I mean, how do we influence them? Through in our prayer. See, prayer is awesome. You labor over people in prayer. Paul said, I, Paul said, Paul said, oh, talked about, about Epaphras. He said, who, he said, for I know, I, I bear him record. He has, how he has labored over you. Laboring fervently. Instead of complaining, you don't know the things that they are going, you don't know where they are coming from. Do you know where God started with you? And they can't just grudge and say, we got born again. He's not, he's not serious. Yesterday, there was one, 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 of the, one of my converts that I got born again last year, you know, then. I, he started coming to church. After a while, he stopped coming to church. And then I asked him, come to church. I will go, I will tell, they, they will use my car to go and bring him to church. So after a while, he said he was leaving the area. He was going to, back to Benway State. He was going to get married. Blah, 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 blah. And sometimes, once in a while, he, just come, he stopped to just come to me and I'll pray for him. So yesterday, yeah, it was yesterday morning. As I was going out, I just saw, I just saw him again. Ah, at his uh, doorpost. You know, ah, at his... We are at his workplace. Ah, okay, Jerry, Jerry. You are saying, ah, I'm back. Oh, I'm Immediately, I didn't, I didn't even say, you are following us to church on Sunday. He said, yes, pastor. Amen. We have to, we have to be, we have to be wise because the lives of these people, they matter to God. You don't just, uh, uh, you see, uh, you say, you know, let's leave them, you know. Everybody has rights, human rights, human right that has led to Wahala in our world today. Where a man will be calling himself a woman. In fact, that one is even better. So people are now calling themselves cats and, and dogs. I watched, my daughter showed me a video one day. A guy who said, uh, my name is something, I am a cat. A lady here Praise the Lord. Amen. Number four, lastly. The spirit of leadership. It is a can-do spirit. It is a can-grow spirit. It's a can-influence spirit. And lastly, it is a 
can pay the price spirit. It is a can pay the price spirit. Leadership must pay the price. One day, many years ago, Pastor Tosin does not know how much that, that's, that's his statement, that's, that thing that he shared with me, how much it has stayed with me. It has stayed with me up till then. He mentioned a brother, a friend of his, right, who was, uh, a, who was, who was a house fellowship leader in his church. That's in the church the person attends. He said how the person, as busy as the person is, after before going to work, before I mean coming from work, the person has a list, the list of those he's praying for, right? And he has the list of those he has to visit for the week. And after closing close of work, he will go and visit them, and he prays over them regularly. He doesn't lump them up to pray. He said he will mention them. Paul said, I cease not to mention you in my prayers. This was a whole congregation. This was a whole city. And you just have five. And you can't mention them in your prayers. You say, Father, I pray for all my. Don't just pray for all your. Pray for Taddy. Pray for Bridget. Bridget. Father, I pray for Bridget. Father, I pray for Tadi. Father, I pray for Senami. Father, I pray for Frederick. Pray for them. You've got to pay this price. Acts chapter 21. Let me close with that. Acts chapter 21. Acts 21. Look at Paul, the apostle. When Paul was asked, was told that, ah, he was going to he was going to die in Jerusalem. I mean, I mean, I mean, he was bonds and afflictions awaits him in Jerusalem. Praise God. Look at verse 3. Mm, no, no. Let's, let, because of time. Let's just run to uh, verse 20. Uh, verse 13. Verse, from verse 12, it said, when we had these things, both we and they of that place besought him not to go up to Jerusalem. But then Paul answered, what mean ye to weep and to break my heart? For I am ready not to be bound only, but also to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. He said, I'm ready to die. I'm ready to pay whatever the price. Because Jesus had already told him before, this was, this was his mandate. I'm sending you to, 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 to the Gentiles and to those in authority. So this was an opportunity for him to fulfill his ministry. And you're saying that he should not go because, so that he will not die. He said, no, I'm ready to pay the price. He said, for, for, for me to live is Christ, for me to die is gain. Listen, there is a price to pay for leadership. I can't. We had an estate party. We had an estate party. We usually, we, where I live now, we, we, it's become a tradition uh, every year. That's um, Christmas party or end of year. Is it a Christmas party? And so, 
Of course, they brought DJs, you know, and those DJs were singing all kind of all the song. You know, and I saw I'm, in my estates we have, we, have, we have quite a number of pastors, and I saw pastors who are dancing to it. Who are, and I said, I won't dance. I won't. They say, I'll ah, come and dance. And, you know, that's dance game, dance game. You know, chair uh, game and things like that. I'm not, I ain't dancing. Except you change that song, I ain't change, I, I'm not dancing. See, well, it's just, no, it's not a, see, hallelujah. I am not just, it, this is not just Paul standing. This is Paul and thousands standing. Hallelujah. If ridicule is the price I have to pay, so be it. After all, they don't write it on the face. Others may, but I can't. Others may, but I can't. Hallelujah. Integrity is being the same inside, outside, the way you are inside. Glory to God. So we, there are prices we have to pay for Jesus to serve him. There are prices we have to pay for Jesus to serve him worthily. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You say, ah, they don't say Jesus. You know, don't make people, say for those of us who are living in the diaspora, don't make people feel, make you feel inferior because you, because you name Jesus. Don't. Never allow it. They have their right to call themselves whatever they are. You have as much right. And if you have to suffer persecution because of it, so be it. So be it. We brought nothing into this world. We are taking nothing out of it. Except the life that we lived for Jesus. Hallelujah. There are times you have to spend your money because you are a leader. There are times you have to stoop low for someone because you are a leader. There are times you have to spend and be spent because you are a leader. That soul is precious enough for Jesus. For you and I to go all the way. Praise God. The spirit of leadership it's a can-do spirit. It's a can-grow spirit. It's a can-influence spirit. And it's a can-pay-the-price spirit. Stand to your feet, everyone.